2: It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com.
0: Not really, to be honest. Um, yeah, every every board uh, to um, yeah Stuart feel like you're in the game. You know, he he does hit a couple of them clean, but it still feels like. We've got enough catches out there, so um, a couple of them only just just missed our fielders. Smitty um, driving that, and um, yeah, us bowlers are all happy to, to follow along. It's yeah, a plan that's I guess worked all summer, and again, um, you know, they got a few runs, but uh, I still think um, you know we've got a few wickets there at the end, and, and the pitch was pretty flat, and the ball
1: was starting to get a little bit soft, so I didn't feel like um, we we're going to get too many you know genuine nicks. Hi everyone and welcome to Cricket Unfiltered. This is the SCG Day 2 wrap and we've got an old friend of the podcast who's been on twice before, the chief cricket writer for The Sun in the UK and I've got him on today to see how he's holding up at the end of a long tour. John Etheridge, welcome back to the show. How are you feeling after England have lost the ashes?
2: Surviving. I mean disappointed with the result. I think um, you know, 3-0 has not Flattered England, really. I think you know, in in all the games, they've been in contention. They've been in positions where they could have perhaps, you know, uh, it's almost taken control of the game. But in those key moments, Australia have been strong. They've been the better side but it really mattered. And uh, you know, after a couple of days of perhaps being quite close, the the gap has uh, emerged between the two
1: teams. And. That would explain um, why Australia are currently 3-0 up in the series. Now, I just played a clip of Pat Cummins talking about the bouncer barrage that he, they bowled this morning at England's tail. Now, look, I don't have an ethical problem with it at this, you know, this level with the protection, but I thought tactically Australia got that wrong. They seemed to leak a lot of runs towards the end there and give England probably 50 more runs than they probably should have got. Yeah, I mean, today, I mean, the England tail certainly on paper, in this match, looks their
2: weakest of the series. There's no uh, Chris Wokes batting at number eight. Uh, Mason Crane's come in for his debut. Tom Curran's Caron, not the best batsman. But, they, you know, they, they, a couple of them got 30. Stuart Broad hit a couple of sixes, didn't he? He's a, a sweet-timer with the ball, I and mean, they've absolutely bombed Stuart Broad. It, I mean He's barely had a, a good-length ball in the entire series, but he's got to grips with it quite well. He made 50, of course, in Melbourne when the pitch was a little bit uh, slower. And thirty or again here. Tom Curran chipped him with thirty. So actually, for once, the, the England tail sort of wagged quite a bit. And, and those extra runs, in the context of the game, could be quite useful. But to certainly, you know, uh, at the end of day two, the Aussies are very much in control of the match. But um, you know, if, if England can get some, we get some on day
1: three early, then you never know. They might be able to perhaps even, you know, get, get a first innings lead. Yeah, and I guess the the big thing today was Mason Crane making his test debut. Uh he, he bowled. I thought, you know, for a leggy you always expect, expect some loose stuff. But, you know, he landed a few there, but he he does look like he needs, you know, a little bit more experience. Yeah, I mean, he's hardly played for Hampshire, really. I mean, back home in, in the English summer, you know,
2: when, when it's a bit overcast or the pitch is looking a bit green, he doesn't get a game for Hampshire, and yet he's playing for England in an Ashes test. So... You know he needs time. He needs uh, overs. He needs experience, really. And I mean, he's twenty years old. It's incredibly be young for for a batsman or any sort of cricketer, but for a leg spinner where you know they, they tend to mature a bit later in life. I mean, it's, it's incredibly young. I mean, I heard I heard Shane Warne talking earlier today that at the age of twenty he was playing fourth grade cricket in Melbourne. You know, and uh, <laughs> so you know, I think you know in a few years' time. Um, you know, he'll improve. And he did okay. And I think one thing you can say about him, he's not short of confidence. You know, he's a confident guy. And I think you need that as a leg spinner because you are going to get hit for six. You you are going to get smashed around from time to time. And uh, you can't afford to be phased by that. So I think, you know, temperament and confidence in a wrist spinner is particularly important. And Mason Crane does appear to
1: have those qualities. Well, hopefully we'll see him again in four years. Well, John, thanks for coming on the podcast while you've been touring Australia. We've really appreciated your input. And I hope you enjoy the, the trip home. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, And, you know, I might even be back in four years' time. You never know. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Cheers. All right, welcome to part two of the Daily Wrap. We just got the English perspective from John Etheridge. I'm here now with Ben Horne, Chief Cricket Writer for News Corp. Let me just update the score at the end of the second day of the best test of the year. England were dismissed for 346. Australia a two for 193. In reply, Usman Khawaja on the verge of a potential career-saving century. 91 not out. Is that your headline tomorrow, Ben? (laughs) And Smith, 44 not out. Well, look, I think Australia are on top, Ben. But let's go back to the beginning of the day. I think Australia got their tactics wrong with their bouncer barrage and probably gave England 50 extra runs.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that was part of the problem. The other was dropping two absolute sitters. Uh, You don't see um, catches like that put down very often. It's been a bit of a patchy summer from Australia in the field. It hasn't really mattered that much, but today, as you say, it contributed to costing them probably over 50 runs, I'd say. Yeah, 350, 346 England's total. Um, Australia would have liked their chances of keeping that just under 300, I reckon, if they'd Played well this morning. But then the way that, um, you know, that Kawaja, Warner and Smith have batted, they've probably uh, made up for it. So they're in a very strong position. But, yeah, I agree. I think the bowling short at the tail worked particularly well in the first three test matches. But in Melbourne, we saw Stuart Broad adopt that tactic of of hitting out. And he continued that today. And, um, you know, at some point, probably Australia should have changed their tact.
1: Just If you know where the ball's coming all the time, it's easy to play I think Australia have lost that element of surprise when they bowler the it to broad I mean he would be surprised now when he gets a ball pitched up so I don't think that's an ideal scenario. Look you had a great point about Australia's fielding, you wrote that it's a, a Jekyll and Hyde f- fielding effort and I think Steve, Steve Smith is probably the, the chief culprit I mean he's dropped a lot of catches this summer Can you put any reason to dropping catches? Is it he's you know, concentrating on tactics and Uh, he's so much energy goes into his batting that he's just not quite there in the field
0: yeah I I guess that's a fair explanation I mean I think that the catch that he dropped on day one here was almost so difficult that it was hard to put it down as a chance I think the ones he dropped in Melbourne were far more uh catchable if you like yeah so I, I didn't really think that the one in the first innings was was that bad I thought that would have you know it was basically passed him before he'd Got his hand to it, he, it flicked off uh, Payne's pad. But look, he took an absolute blinder today. So, yeah, it has been a, a subpar uh, fielding performance from Smith based on how high he sets the bar. But um, today he showed what he's capable of. That was a stunning catch. He hasn't dropped a city yet, which is what we saw Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood do. Uh, they were, um, you know, you'd be seeing them caught at most park grounds around the country, especially um, Cummins one. But uh, You know, in the end, I suppose, uh, Australia got out of jail and bowling the other team, bowling England England out for 346 was, was, you know, that's a below-par score for this pitch. Yeah,
1: so it's a good track. Australia start the day tomorrow with two batsmen, not out at the crease. Udman Kawaja, 91, not out. Crucial innings, but Cameron Bancroft, someone with a lot of pressure going into this test, couldn't have wanted a worse start. Bowled for a duck, second ball from Stuart Broad. Where do you see his career now?
0: Well, he does have one more chance, you would expect, if this match goes the distance to bat here. So that's important. You can't write players off mid-match, or it's very dangerous to do so anyway. But I think it's... I like to live on the edge. (laughs) I think it's safe to say he could be on his last chance. I mean, I didn't really believe that fully coming into this match. But the manner in which he got out today, um, he's in big trouble because... You know, five test matches for a young opener isn't a lot. I mean, you could argue that he deserves more time. But when he's when there's appears to be significant technical issues with his game, that's when it becomes a real problem. So selectors, um, you know, Cameron Bancroft can, can make it an easy decision and come out and make a big statement in the second innings. But if he doesn't do that, there's a huge decision for selectors.
1: Right, so David Warner was out for 56 today... Uh, it's such a shame the SCG crowd were robbed of seeing him light up the afternoon. But I guess Steve Smith, he brought up 6,000 runs today. He's on the verge of scoring his fourth century of the summer. Have you got anything else to add about Steve Smith or have you run out of words?
0: Pretty much run out, but tomorrow uh, he could add another chapter. Just has the feeling of a really big day in Australian cricket. Um, I think, see, you know, a lot of records. Come and go. It's easy to get confused by all the different milestones that sort of come up in cricket, but um, there's something that stands out about um, Bradman's record for most uh, centuries in an Ashes series. I mean, it just—it's the definition of 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 just self dominance, isn't it? And that's what we've seen from Smith this summer. And if he can post a hundred in this in this um, in this innings and go to four centuries for the summer. I think that'll be one of the more special uh, achievements that we've seen in Australian cricket for for quite a few years.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. So, big day tomorrow. You would expect Australia will be seeking to get a big lead in front of England. They're about 150 behind at the moment. It would take something special tomorrow morning for England to claw their way back into the game.
0: Yeah, I can't really see it. I mean, I suppose, um, you know, Australia did lose seven for 60 or 80-odd in Melbourne um, to collapse, It's possible, but, um, you know, there's just a feeling that Australia's in for a big big total here. So, you know, they should go
1: 450-plus. Well, hopefully a big day of Aussie batting for at the day three, which is the traditional pink day at the SCG test. Thanks for downloading this update, and we'll leave you with Mason Crane talking about his first test innings as a batsman.
0: It was awesome, yeah. You know, I love batting... Um, (laughs) I wish I was better at it, but um, yeah, no, it was awesome. You no, know, I, I enjoy my batting and I, I try and enjoy it. And walking out there was great, you know, in front of a pretty much a packed house and you know facing some guys who, you know, who are very good bowlers. You know, we, we all know that. So um, no, I enjoyed all seven balls. <laughs>